Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm Haley. And this is How to Not Get Killed. Yo. Hey. Sup. Chillin'. Chillin'. JC, JC. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've got nothing left. <laughs> we've got nothing left for... This is our fifth episode recording today, guys. I feel like this happens... Everyone's probably sick of this because there will be like four solid intros. And then on that last fifth one, we're like... <laughs> what's up <laughs> and everyone's probably like, you know what just just split it up like, and for just, everyone like just for everybody it's like a wednesday and for us it's like no it's 9 it's been 12 PM hours on friday <laughs> it's been 12 hours <laughs> but no, we're great we're here we're, we're here. here we're good feeling alive we just had delicious food oh thank you Haley cooked as you guys have already confidently seen in the stories because we posted it today oh, yes Yes. The meal I'm talking about is the meal I showed you guys. It, yes. it rocked my shit. I'm so excited. It's a, it it's so my good. mom's a rigatoni al forno. And it was, uh, it was my first time making it. And she didn't even really give me a recipe. She was just sort of like, you just do this. And then, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. It well, was very easy. Anyone want to message me for the recipe? Go ahead. You're about to get floods of messages. <laughs> like, you probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, the one time and I the, mentioned the cabbage, like, my DMs were, like, Oh, my gosh, exploding. that cabbage is so I'm good. not, I, you know what, guys? I know so I, I'm pretty good. sure I even said in the, like, episode that I'd give out the recipe. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. This is my recipe. Can I have it? Yeah, my deathbed. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, I'll give it to you. Damn it. Yeah, it's so good. It, you have to pay for a separate uh, tier of uh, the page, Patreon to get it. <laughs> yeah, Haley and Becky's recipes. <gasps> Genius. Oh Such a good, we should do a god. cookbook. Oh my god, do you uh, like a, yeah, how to not get killed cookbook. TM, it's fucking happening. It would just be like like it would actually be cool to have a cookbook of all of our like family recipes though, cuz like you're Hungarian and I'm yeah. Italian. And I feel like I feel like that would be a good mix. Yeah. Yeah. And like I know this obviously one million percent isn't Hungarian, but I make a mean enchilada. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah, definitely absolutely. not like authentic enchiladas. I, that's I will come out and be the first person to say that it is not authentic, <laughs> but they're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty fucking good. Oh yeah, yeah. That's about it. Oh, and my homemade mac and cheese. Oh yeah, I do. I actually I do homemade mac and cheese every once in a while too. It's like yeah. like baked in the oven because we were oh, just yeah. talking about that. What we were like when you take pasta and then yeah. you bake it. It like automatically gets better. Yeah, yeah. You get some like, it really crispy does. cheese on top, and it's like, oh, yeah. now I'm hungry again. Shit. There's more downstairs. Shit. Actually, uh, Luke's gonna make his yeah. popcorn later. That will be in the recipe in the uh, cookbook too. Luke's. He, he does a uh, like homemade popcorn in this big like cast iron pot, and it's like, uh, and then he like melts butter on it and everything, yeah. and it's just like I don't know. There's something about it on the stove. Like it's just oh, it's so makes good. It different. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. You're going to love it. Drew makes good butter chicken and then there's this Ooh, sauce that he gets nice. from from Superstore called Memories of Szechuan and he makes a good stir fry. Mm. Oh, you know what he makes a really good he makes a good like chicken fried rice. Oh, he nice. makes a really good chicken I fried rice. I love chicken fried rice. Yeah, and then I'll always be like, "Oh, like it's your turn to cook tonight. Oh, why don't we do like, you know, chicken fried rice?" And then I'll come home and it it'll be like he started off by making chicken fried rice, but then it like spiraled into like a different like stir fry of some kind. Mm. And he's always like, oh, I just went with this. And I was like, oh, fuck. 
fuck, I really wanted the chicken fried rice though. <laughs> no experimenting. No, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite meals of his. So nice. Drew, I know you're listening. I want more chicken fried rice. I want to try this chicken fried rice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Go it's ahead. really good. He does a good job. I'll right. g- I'm going to give him that. It's We're really have to good. do a cookbook, the four of us. Yeah. <laughs> Drew will have like three recipes to contribute and you and me will have like 47. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luke just has popcorn. <laughs> Well, no, he said he does good carbonara. Oh, he does good carbonara. Yeah, yes. There you go. There you go. That's Italian. That'll yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's going to be like a little like mixing pot of recipes. It's good. It's yeah. Good. He also makes like, I. it's not like we make it from scratch though, but he does really good like pad thai. We go Ooh, and get like the yeah. pad thai like sauce, but then yeah. he'll do like bean sprouts and like mm. peanuts and like oh. hot sauce and like just green Man, onions, like all of it. So you know? good. It's, oh, it's very good. So good so good i feel like we do this sometimes where like we get on a little rant about food and we just really talk about like just eating food yeah and people and are just, like, like enjoying food and it's sign like up for and this. everyone's like okay now you're making all of us hungry good it's probably like wednesday morning you're like driving to work or something and here we are talking about chicken fried yeah, rice you like skipped breakfast and you're like oh my stomach's growling Stop yeah talking about this delicious or you like food. haven't stopped to get your coffee yet yeah. and we're just really <laughs> yeah oh don't even get me started on coffee I love my coffee. I know. I literally can't have a morning without coffee. It's it's great. It's a must. Yeah. I did I tell you I like kind of switched to decaf? Oh. Yeah. I just want yeah. I just I was getting my migraines really bad. I was telling you about this. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm gonna see. It hasn't really helped, but How long has it been? Like two weeks. Mm. Yeah. Well so that's a pretty long time. Yeah. So I guess I can go back to drinking caffeinated coffee. <laughs> Yeah, but also too, <laughs> I've been able to drink more coffee because it's decaf. Yeah, but also I probably shouldn't be drinking that much coffee, no matter what. How much coffee? I don't know. <laughs> it's I don't want so talk. much, guys. It's I, so much. She doesn't even know how much it is. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much it is, and you're afraid to say three cups. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, three cups. That's not that bad. I okay. mean, like I don't. You know, I drink a lot of tea, but like I st- like I'll have like one coffee a day, but I'm pretty sure my dad like drinks like sometimes some days probably like upwards of like five, six, seven cups, maybe what like the fuck? when I worked at his office for a summer. Um, like How I, is he I so worked chill? There. I have no idea. I don't get it. I On my no third idea. cup, I'm like I'm having full blown like jitters. Like I know. I know. But I think maybe just because he's used to it, his body is like so used so to it. So I just need to keep up with no it. No idea. Is what you're telling me. He has like a tolerance <laughs> yeah. thing maybe. But like I remember I worked at his office for a summer and like the amount of times I would see him go to the kitchen and get another cup of coffee. I'm like, dad, oh my God, I had no Chill. idea you drank so much coffee. Did you just, didn't you just brew a pot? Like it's, it's gone already. <laughs> oh my God. No, like, so I think he's like back down to like maybe three or four, but there were, yeah, I think there were times where he was oh. having like five or six and I was like, ah, I don't know, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think caffeine just like hits me hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we should we should get to it. Okay. We okay. should. I know. Because the sooner we actually do this, the sooner we have popcorn. Okay, so <laughs> episode's over, guys. Um, <laughs> it was great chatting with you about coffee and food. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to do a really super quick... Pardon me while I, like, burp and pass out at the same time. Becky, like, had an attack. You know when, it, like, you feel it happening and you can't even open your mouth out of fear of what's going to come out? Like, yeah. That's like, what that happening. was. I can't stop like, it. I'm either going to burp or throw up. I don't know what's going on. What I was trying to say before I was super disgusting um, is that I'm going to do, like, a really quick recap. I know I never do long recaps. I never do. No. So in part one... 
we just covered like Robert's like history, his upbringing, his felonies, you know, the like criminal charges that he kept like running into over and over again and just like not getting caught and, you know, the whole shebang. Um, and then we got up to his encounter with uh, Cindy Paulson, um, who was the the girl, sorry, that he had like picked up and like tried to like take her and everything. And she kicked off her shoes and left them in his car. And that's where we left off. Mm-hmm. So that's my fast recap. Very nice. Probably not a good recap, but concise. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's that's you a... got the important bits. Yeah, you that's know what, what a recap is for. Yes, and just go listen to part one. Like, I mean, <laughs> if someone ever actually just like is like, I'm gonna start listening to this and starts out a part two, I think they're a psychopath. <laughs> I, I'm I'm serious. I I I am inclined to agree with you because that's weird. Yeah. Right. That's very weird. If you're listening to this and that's what you've done, email me. Email us because we need to have a serious discussion because <laughs> I need to understand like the logic. Yeah. I think that's it for me is I, I need agree. to understand the, like what makes that happen. Yeah. Okay. So now Cindy's like escaped. Everything's, you know, she's running. Cindy made a formal statement to the police and not only identified like the make and color of his plane, but she also remembered its tail number. Oh, so holy shit. I know. I, I don't know how, but good for I, her. It's insane. If it, if she just remembered the tail number, that would be different. But you said she remembered like what he looked like, what his car looked like, what the basement looked like, so what like fucking the pl- plane looked like, what yeah. everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Good for her. So obviously like Robert eventually turns out to be the owner and was identified by Cindy like as her attacker, like I think in a, like a lineup is what it was implied. Um, but two of Robert's friends gave a false alibi <gasps> for the night of the attack. So nor, mm. no formal charges were filed at this point. In because, my head, I was like, oh, they got him. They got him. I know. Like, They're very, very close. Oh. We're getting there. It's We're really not that far off. This, no, no, I know. But I'm just like, man, like this. I know. I know. Slippery fucker. A little slippery, little slimy little snake. <laughs> <laughs> but also... <laughs> like i wrote in here like fuck those friends i don't know what i was thinking when i wrote that like that's such an obvious statement to make yeah but like yeah fuck them like it's i'm gonna say something in a few minutes that you're gonna be like okay yeah i I don't think these friends knew exactly what they were covering up okay okay because i was gonna say i'm like man if you came to me and you're like look i kidnapped this woman but that's the thing I, i wanted to sexually assault her i did sexually assault her and then she escaped. So could you give me an alibi? But like, the likelihood of, for example, me coming to you and explaining why I need an alibi is unlikely. If I really need you to lie for me, I would just be like, hey, I was with you Saturday night. And you would probably likely agree. If you're, you know what I mean? Like, well, maybe, but I, me personally, Haley, I'd be like, why? What's going on? I know. But then if I was like, <laughs> just please trust me. Like, I really need your back right now. Like, I. Sure. Yeah. If, if, you, I if you say pleaded, the phrase, trust me, then yes, you're right. You've, you've, yeah. Right. You've activated the friend agreement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the un- unspoken <laughs> okay. bond. But you know what I Don't mean? Don't take advantage of it. But. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you, I've been expecting you or whatever we were saying earlier. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. But yeah, yeah. So like I feel in my mind, yeah, fuck those friends. But I'm also thinking yeah. like these friends maybe because I couldn't find it. They probably didn't know what there they were covering There is a chance. For. No, for sure. You're definitely right. They're, because of we the next thing. We can't thing. jump to conclusions. The next thing I'll say, you're going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> so the Alaskan investigators began looking into um, Robert again. They had contacted the FBI who sent in their profiler. This here, there's like controversy or like contradicting statements. Some statements say that it was Roy Hazelwood that the that was the profile, that, pro, sorry, profiler that was sent to them. Others say it was like the most prolific profiler, which is John Douglas, mm-hmm. creator of Mindhunter, all that good stuff oh yeah, yeah um so i just wanted to say that because that's like a lot of accounts say john douglas but also like multiple accounts say roy hazelwood i don't know if maybe both went in and profiled together yeah, yeah it's possible i just or don't want to give any false statements yeah. but um okay. so he had profiled that the killer uh was probably someone who had low self-esteem uh, a history of rejection by women and being an experienced hunter he also predicted that um, the killer would take souvenirs from his victims, which we come to see, and that he would have a stutter. Oh. He predicted that, yes. Fuck yeah. Uh-huh. Much like one of the very first episodes of Criminal Minds. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Yes, yeah, I do when Gideon's that. like, and I predicted that he'd have a stutter. By yeah. the way, I freaking can't stand Gideon. I know he's like some people's like favorite character. He's but- not my favorite. I do like him, but like, I mean, he was only in, what, the first I can't two stand him or whatever. I know you don't like him, but I don't know. It's just like sometimes he'll just like get up and then like walk away out of a thing. And it's like you're supposed to be like, oh, he's so deep in thought. He can't even like finish his sentence. And it's like, no, that's just called being rude. <laughs> like that's just disrespectful to your coworkers and colleagues. Like that's my OK. We're getting off track. He's a fictional character. Buddy. I know. And I get upset. <laughs> I, know. I get upset. OK. <laughs> All right. So. Just shortly after Cindy had made her official report, the remains of Paula Goulding were found in a remote area also near the Kinnick River, about 20 miles north of Anchorage. This location, though, like where the bodies are being found, they're so remote. I'm done. I'm done with talking. (laughs) They're so remote that it could only be accessed by boat or plane. So this helped with narrowing down things significantly. Sure. Yeah. Because they're being discovered by people that, like, only were able to make it out to this area by boat or plane. Yeah. Um, So it just makes it a little easier to, Mm -hmm. like, weed out people that either can't fly or can't drive a boat. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you call driving a boat? Is it called driving a boat? Or is it called, like, riding a boat? Like, because, you know, it's flying a plane, driving a car. I think it's still called driving. Is it? Okay. I always wondered. I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that was one of my more stupid questions. I just wondered if there was, like captaining a boat or something yeah like, yeah no steering a boat steering or like sailing if it was like a sailboat but, it, but it's, yeah yeah if it was yeah. like a speedboat or something i feel like people yeah. most people say driving still okay yeah okay i just i was just curious mm-hmm. um so yeah this obviously helped narrow down the list even though they were still like pretty certain that robert's their guy they just need to like really have some like concrete mm-hmm. evidence obviously um but also since Cindy's account was so detailed and that Robert essentially fit the entire profile laid out by John Douglas. Mm-hmm. So they did bring Robert in for questioning while executing a, um, search warrants on his house, plane, and cars. Okay. So they started searching. Mm-hmm. 
they had him in questioning for five hours. He didn't confess just yet. Even though at this point, the investigators had gone back and spoke to the friends that gave false alibis for Robert. This time they, they alluded to what he had done. Because the first time they talked to him, it was just like, oh, do you know where, like, we were told to contact you, like, where was Robert on this night? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Not like, oh, he's been charged with this. Mm -hmm. So they alluded to what he had done and they were like, yeah, we lied, LOL. (laughs) So they quickly were like, oh, no, like. So they didn't, they didn't know what he had done. No. Okay. So when they caught on that, it was like involved with like murder and rape. They did quickly be like, yeah, we lied. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know. (laughs) Fair enough. So they were able to go back and totally just blow his whole alibi out of the water. But he still at this point stood his ground. Like, no, it wasn't me. You know, she's just saying that because our deal went south kind of thing. Yeah. But in his house, they found a collection of weapons, which, again, wouldn't necessarily be shocking for a hunter. But, like, there were certain weapons that were, like, strategically hidden rather than, like, on display as hunting weapons. Um, One was a .223 Ruger Mini 14. Again, I don't know my weaponry. (laughs) He, But this is what he had used to commit his murders. Oh. I'll get more into that, obviously. Um, they found IDs and jewelry taken from victims and an aviation map that was hidden behind a headboard of like a bed, like tucked behind it. Yeah. Um, marked with several X's, like about 30-ish over very specific Whoa. spots in the like Connect River area. Like very precise x's uh-huh so they were like okay <laughs> interesting when a fr- uh, fbi forensic lab uh, matched the shell casings that was found near the victims to the mini 14 found in robert's house this is when he made a plea bargain because they were like the shell casings match the weapon you have at home yeah and he's like okay <laughs> they gotta start talking now yeah because he's like they've got shit on me so this is when he was charged with the four mur- murders whose uh, victims, uh, sorry, the victims had been found. Um, oh, my God. I didn't write this out clearly. This is why I'm, like, dying here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. I really just typed this. I, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote this out here. So <laughs> and anyways, I'm just going to try and make sense of my own words here. He was essentially charged with the four murders of victims that had been found already um, right. and with the ad- abduction and rape of Cindy Paulson. And had he had finally agreed to confess to all of them and give details about his victims and show the burial site- sites marked on his map in exchange for serving his sentence in a federal prison and this was also an agreement, avoiding media publicity. Obviously, that didn't really happen. Here we are still talking about media so he publicity. Wanted, so part of the deal is he wanted to serve his sentence in a federal prison? Yeah. As opposed to where? I don't know. I'm not sure what he was expecting. Okay. Yeah. I, I think maybe he was just trying to avoid the death, the death penalty. I'm not sure. Or maybe like, maybe instead of a state prison? Yeah. I don't know what... I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe he thought certain state Maybe prisons were, were bad. I don't yeah. know. Like, because, yeah. yeah. like, again, I don't know, like, how, like, the prison systems work in America as much as we know about them here. Yeah. Maybe the federal ones get better funding or something. I think so. Like, I feel like that's the case. Comfortable, and... which is like it's prison. I can't imagine any of it's yeah. comfortable. But, but 
and maybe he, the, yeah maybe he knew something about yeah. like the prison system and was like i'd prefer to stay here yeah and that's it stay here like it's hotel. i know like, like you can check in and out <laughs> for a vacation but like here. and you know how like some prisons have like a worse reputation than others you oh, know yeah. what i mean oh, where yeah, it's yeah, like oh sure. this one's the worst and mm-hmm. it's like okay don't shouldn't they all suck though shouldn't they just <laughs> all suck <laughs> like why why are some better <laughs> so this led to a 12-hour confession where he admitted to killing 17 women and raping over 30 women oh my god of the 17 women that he killed they were also violently raped oh so the reason why like i haven't gone into details of like each women's account is because they're all extremely similar so here i'm going to like put in what he would do with i don't want to say every single one because obviously like it, it varied a little bit but this was the gist of what he had done to all of them right he would take these women to his home first rape and torture them relentlessly in his basement for like hours on end then when he deemed them to be like weakened and ready and like off their game like not gonna fight back um he would drag them to his car drive off to like the hangar where his bush plane was load them in fly them out to the same area where like the knick river is that i've now mentioned several times then he like sometimes they'd be nude not always i'll i'll get to that because there's something that comes up later okay um he would point a rifle at them and then blindfold them and tell them to run oh my gosh yeah yeah there was one account that he had mentioned that he just kind of like sat there and watched one victim like literally run in circles for like half an hour in front of him before even like acting because it was just entertaining for him yeah oh my yeah gosh. so he would then literally hunt them down like prey sometimes it would last hours and unfortunately for some victims this hunt lasted days because <gasps> it was such a remote area they would be the only people there wow for days he would like let them get a little far away they'd think they're safe they'd think they're hiding and they think that they got away oh i know that's so sadistic yeah he at one point referred to this as his summer project like this is what he did in his summers so how many years did this span um I think it was 73 that his killings began and then he was like officially caught what was it 83 or 84 so wow so like a, we're looking at like around a decade here yeah yeah um I had read somewhere that the police believe that he killed uh, about three women a year probably more though like they assumed that it was at least three a year I don't know how. Wow. So um, he stated that he would let them live if they submitted to his sexual fantasies. That's why there are a higher number of rape victims than there are of murder victims, because essentially if they fought back really hard, he killed them. Mm-hmm. So the ones who didn't, they were raped anyways, and then stripped naked and set loose in the wilderness. This is where he hunted them down with his hunting rifle. And then after he would finally kill them, he would take pieces of jewelry from them as trophies and bury the bodies in like shallow graves in the area and then marked the burial sites on his map. 
the women he didn't kill would be raped and forced into having oral sex with him or he would sexually assault them. And I put this in, I probably shouldn't have, but this is extremely graphic. So if anyone doesn't want to hear this, but they would be sexually assaulted with tools like um, the handles of hammers or broomsticks. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, wow. Like, like what these women endured was pure hell. whether they survived or not it was hell and a part of them died that day like it's i don't understand how Mm -hmm. people can do this to another person like i just don't get it yeah so and then and then what he would just let them go if he wasn't he'd just bring them back he what he did was i maybe i did not mention this and i don't think i did but on the travel they would be blindfolded Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't know like where where it happened yeah yeah but again, like he has a very distinguishable face and demeanor and everything. Like a lot of women clearly were able to identify him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people made complaints. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, again, like I said, once he was finished with the ones that he murdered, he would bury them in a shallow grave. Um, one victim that was found, she had been shot. But none of her clothes that she was wearing when she was found had bullet holes. So it was said that it appeared as though he had dressed her after fatally shooting her. Which is I which is strange to me because it doesn't yeah. seem like he's someone who has any kind of remorse at yeah. all, especially for women. Mm-hmm. So it, it feels particularly strange that he would dress her. And just one yeah but that's the only yeah. one like the only one yeah. account i that's what seems strange to me too is that like if you did it for all of them then that would be maybe some sort of ritualistic thing yeah but yeah just one of them i don't know but like we have talked about how fantasies and paraphilias and mo's can change over time yeah. and that um offenders experiment a lot more than we think that they do that's so true. it could have been like an experimentation thing where yeah. he was like oh maybe this is gonna gratify me more in some way i don't don't know know. and i'm what i'm also wondering too is because i i couldn't find this about which victim it was so if this was like early on in his like span of crimes maybe he was in his early phases Mm -hmm. remorseful and that dwindled away after i'm that i'm unsure of yeah yeah so on february 18th of 1984 Robert Hansen pled guilty on four counts of first-degree murder in the cases of Aklutna Annie, Joanna Messina, Sherry Morrow, and Paula Golding, as well as the, the rape and torture of Cindy Paulson. He was sentenced to 461 years in prison without the possibility of parole. He was first imprisoned at the United States Penitentiary in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, Then in 1988, he was returned to Alaska and like briefly incarcerated at what's called Lemon Creek Correctional Center in Juneau. He was also imprisoned at Spring Creek Correctional Center in Seward until May 2014. And then he was like transferred again. I don't know why they kept like transferring him all around. Like I couldn't find any reasoning for that. But the last transport was for um, complex health reasons. Hmm. I'm also realizing that I just skipped over an entire very important section. So if that felt like a really weird shift, it's because it was a really weird shift. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I'm going to go back gonna for a back. second. That's We're okay. just going to circle back. Oh, My brain fine. isn't at like a million percent today. So. That's all right. You know? So something I skipped over <laughs> was that Robert actually showed investigators where the grave sites were. Oh, okay. So he was brought by plane to Connect River area and followed the map and showed them this is where so-and-so is. This is where so-and-so is. To like precise detail. Wow. Like it was said numerous times that like the digging crew didn't have to dig more than one hole to find bodies. It would be like right there. And keep in mind, this is over like a span of about 10 years. Yeah. So some of them are almost 10 years old Mm -hmm. and he's like, yep, right there. So he showed investigators 17 grave sites in like the south central alaska area which is like where the connect river is i'm pretty sure um 12 of which were unknown to investigators so these were just like okay these are fucking news to us Mm -hmm. (laughs) there remained marks on his map that he just like refused to give up even though it was in his plea bargain but Okay. Okay. I don't know. I he just refused to give them up. Some people. Because well, you said there was about thirty marks, right? Yeah. And he only gave up seventeen. Yes. Yes. And that's why people are like unsure if his his number is seventeen murders mm-hmm. or if it's more, mm-hmm. because there's so many marks on his map. He only gave up this many. They only found this many. Mm-hmm. No, and there's the, definitely more. There's definitely more. Um, some people speculate that the reason why he withheld certain people's names and information is because they didn't fall under the category of sex worker. So some people mm-hmm. speculate that they were very young because his age ranges of victims span from 16 to 41. Mm-hmm. So people speculate heavily that the reason why he held back certain names is because they were technically children. Yeah, younger than 16. And they weren't sex workers. They were just somebody that caught his eye. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking to kind of help his defense because he took the whole like, well, like, not that they were, he took almost a stance of like, well, they they were asking for it. Like it was like a, you know. Yeah, of course. Not like a self-defense <laughs> thing, but almost self-defense where he was like, well, they fought me off. Like mm-hmm. they deserved it. Like in his mind, that was his logic of like, if I can prove that they deserve it, like I'm justified in my actions. This is the story that I'm sticking to. And if I reveal yes. any of these bodies, then that contradicts Cancel. my story. Exactly. Yeah. So unfortunately in that sense, that was like a smart move of him because, yeah, it would have destroyed any kind of credibility in court, mm-hmm. but not that he had much to go on anyways. Could they, like, did they try to search any of those marked areas themselves? They did and they couldn't find anything. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Okay. That's they what did. I wondered because I'm like, well, if I was on this team yeah. or like part of the police or FBI and I'm like, okay, we won't give up the next 13 sites, but yeah. like we can see where he marked them. Yeah. We could at least attempt, but I guess. Yeah. I think they like find anyone with it being like a map, like it sounds oh, for some reason I thought that was a map. I was about to point to that, but that's yeah. just flowers. <laughs> <laughs> People are yeah. tell. But like, obviously like it's on a grand scale. Yeah. So like to him, it is a very precise spot, but like, but when you actually onlooker, get there, you're like, probably a 20 it, kilometer radius yes. or something or yeah. however many miles for, sure. for you guys. <laughs> but so yeah. Um, 
so three of those bodies were in Resurrection Bay, which was near Seward. Um, but authorities suspect that two of these marks belong to the graves of Mary Thill and Megan Emmerich. Um, but Robert has denied killing these women. Okay. I'm going to get to the list of victims in a second, but so the remains of the 12 out of a probable 21 they're suspecting at this point because they're trying to like match the like the bodies that they have found to the map and also like make sense of what he's saying so they landed on like an average of 21 mm -hmm. i don't know how they got that number but um the victims that were exhumed by the police they were then returned to their families that of the ones that were identified yeah which is nice that they were able to like have closure because as you'll go on to see in a second, most, if not all, of these women were reported missing. Oh. Like, I think there's only a very small, I see three here that weren't reported missing. Yeah. Out of a lot. So I'm now going to go on and list the victims and the date that they went missing and the date that they were found. So first we have Celia Van Zenten. She was reported missing on December 22nd of 1971. She was 17 years old. She was found December 25th of 1971. So very short time frame on that mm -hmm. one. Robert denied killing her, but is suspected because of, because of an X on his aviation map. Okay. So they suspect him for that one. Megan Siobhan Emmerich, who I just mentioned a second ago, um, she was 17 as well. She went missing on July 7th of 1973. She's never been found. Robert has denied killing her, but again is suspected because of an X on the map. Okay. Mary Kathleen Thill, who I also just previously mentioned, she was 22. She went missing on July 5th of 1975. She has never been found. Again, Robert has denied killing her, but it's suspected because of an X that matches on the map. Aklutna Annie, who they are suspecting was anywhere between age 16 to 25. They have not been able to narrow it down. They are unsure of the date she went missing because she's unidentified. And she was found on July 21st, 1980. Um, however, they suspect that she was killed between November of 1979 to June 1980. It was very hard for them to narrow down. Okay. She was the only victim th to be stabbed. Um, she was, by the time her body was discovered in a shallow grave, it, it had been partially eaten by wild animals. Mm. So it was very hard for them to get any kind of information off of her yeah. remains, which made it even more difficult. And just like, I, I really hope that she one day gets identified yeah like it's just so awful <laughs> that it's been like this long since literally the 80s yeah but there's hope i mean like of even course. Yeah. yeah i don't know joanna messina she was 24 she went missing on may 19th of 1980 and she was found in late july the date like is unspec like unspecified exactly of 1980 um her like extremely badly decomposed body was found in a gravel pit. Roxanne Eastland, she was 24 and she went missing on June 28th, 1980. She has never been found. Robert has confessed to killing her, but again, she's never been found. And I think this was one of the bodies that he refused to to show. To show. Yeah. 
Lisa Futrell was 41. She went missing on September 6th of 1980. She was uh, found on May 9th, 1984. Her body was found just uh, south of Old Connick Bridge. Sherry Morrow was 23. Um, she went missing on November 17th of 1981, and she was found on September 12th of 1982. That's a long time. <laughs> that's a long time. That's over a year. Like, I yeah, that's yeah. just freaking brutal. Um, she was found in a shallow grave on the bank of the Connick River. She had been shot in the back, but there she was the victim that there was no bullet holes in her clothing. Right. Okay. Suggesting that she was redressed after. Andrea, I can't pronounce this. Um, Altieri. I think it's Altieri. Um, she was 22. She went missing on December 2nd of 1981. She has never been found. But Robert did confess to killing her. Sue Luna was 23. She went missing on May 26th of 1982. She was found on April 24th, 1984. She was one of the victims that was stripped nude and forced to run through the forest. Like she, this was confirmed by, mm. I guess, forensics. Um, and then she was shot to death. Robin Pelkey, uh, she was 19. There is no date of when she went missing, but she was found in April of 1984. Her, um, she was the one that was most recently discovered through like genealogy testing, um, in October of 2021. Wow. Very recently. Yeah. Um, before this, she had similar to a Klutna Annie, her identification nickname by like the police force was Horseshoe Harriet. I can't remember what the reasoning was. I think it was like, there was like a road or something called Horseshoe something. And they just similar to like a Jane Doe situation where they okay. just gave her a nickname to refer to her until she was identified. And thank God she's been identified. Dylan Frey, um, in brackets, she went by sugar. Um, she was 20 years old. No report was filed. She was found on August 20th of 1985. Her body was found by a pilot that was testing new tires on um, the sandbar of the Connick River. Paula Goulding, age 21, um, she went missing on April 25th, 1983, and was found September 2nd of 1983. She was also found in a shallow grave on the bank of the Connick River. She had also been shot in the back, but there was no bullet holes in cl her clothing either. Um, so again, I think that, so this was be, be, the, the second one that mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. I thought it was just um, one person, so... Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Uh, Cindy Paulson, who we know, she did survive. She was 17. Um, she was kidnapped, tortured, and raped. And she was one of the people that we were able to, like, attribute to obviously finding Robert, thankfully. Malai Larson was age 25. She went missing in June of 1981 and was found in April 24th, 1984. Teresa Watson was 22 when she went missing on April 29th, 1983. She was found April 26th of 1984, just days after Malai Larson was found. Angela Federn, age 24, went missing uh, in February of 1983. She was also found April 26th of 1984, the same day as Teresa Watson. But her body was found at Figure 8 Lake. I'm not entirely sure where that is in reference to 
the Knick River. I will look that up and maybe share that on a map or something. Tamara brackets Tammy uh, Peterson was age 20 when she went missing in August of 1982 and was found April 29th of 1984. And her body was found one and a half miles from Old Knick Bridge. Of these 17 women, Robert was only formally charged with the murders of four, which was Sherry Morrow, Joanna Messina, Aklutna Annie, and Paula Goulding. And he was, again, as I mentioned, also charged with the kidnapping and rape of Cindy Paulson. Wow. It's, I feel like it's jarring when you hear names yeah. listed out like that because it feels like an eternity. And, like, I didn't realize, yeah, like, most of them did go missing between, like, 1980 and 1983 or 84 yeah. it feels like a lot of them were there was a couple in the 70s yeah the, yeah but the like, first three like, victims wow. were 71 73 and 75 yeah and then after a clutton annie yeah they're all 80s yeah like that's such a wow like that period just, it just i feel like it just ramped up you know yeah like so frequent yeah and again, Ugh. it's it's suspected that there are more than just these 17 victims. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it is some of the ones in the 70s that they can't find or that he won't yeah. give up for whatever reason. I, I'm just like, hoping knows, that one day... Maybe like, there's just just more in that time frame in the, in the 80s that yeah. just... I can't think of any reason that would like necessitate such a spike, but... I don't, I don't know. Like in his life, like what the like outside factors were, but... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's... It's pretty pretty wild. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah. It's just like the yeah, it's just horrifying to think about what they went through. Yeah. Like no nobody should be hunted like an animal. No. Like it's just Yeah. Yeah. Now now do you see why I was like the butcher baker just like doesn't compute for me cuz like That's a terrible name. Yeah. It's just like a terrible name. I also feel together. like butcher does imply that you would like would stab someone. Yeah. And like he only stabbed one of his victims. He one. was shooting them. Yeah. So that just doesn't. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah. like you said, I'm not a fan of the nicknames either. But like, I mean, if you're going to yeah. give them one, it should probably at least make sense. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So the most current update I have other than one of the victims being named within the last, what was it? 21. So two years now. One year. I Less than a year ago. Less yeah. than a year ago. Yeah, because yeah, it was October. Mm -hmm. um, the other update I have is that Robert died on August 21st in 2014, aged 75, due to natural causes. So fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. He's down there in hell. Yeah. Burning yeah. in hell for sure, that one. Oh, oh just gosh, rotting yeah. away. Just rotting. Yeah yeah they're flattening his penis for sure he's getting yeah. the butt bees yes. yes yeah yes oh gosh oh yeah so yeah i feel like I, I definitely feel like with this one i just like glossed over so much but i just feel like it was i don't know it for me it was like hard to just like repeat the same horrifying story that happened to like each of these women all like yeah 17 times in a row like no yeah no i don't think that um w when someone has such a distinct mo and they don't really vary from it very much i personally like people can let us know if they agree with this i yeah. personally don't feel like it's necessary to like go over it again and again and again yeah um 
one, like it's it's just the same thing, and two, it like it's it's brutal. It like, is, you know, and it's hard to keep saying it. Even uh, yeah. like, I think I I think I also did that with Cl- Clifford Olson because I, I feel you, like yeah. with like he had a lot of victims, and I think the first few I talked more in detail and then the rest i was like well he kind of did this he had the same thing he lured them with alcohol or drugs or a promise of a job and then this and then did that and like did the same thing with most of them so you know i i I get it i think that kind of makes yeah so that's why i when there's that many victims exactly i I just felt like it was easier to just give that blanket of like this is what he would do separately without their names attached to such a horrifying image yeah and then I don't know, give them their moment and say their names. And I think for me is the fact that like, I think this is something that everyone should just like take heavily. I know we hammer this in all the time, but like for me, the fact that almost every single one of these women were reported missing. Yeah. That's the important part. Yeah. And and I do believe strongly that the three women that weren't reported missing were missed by people in their lives like just because they maybe didn't have like a record on file of a missing report Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they don't have family or friends that are like i need to know where she went yeah yeah so it's just i don't know because i'm just like tired of hearing cases where they're like transient characters transient this sex worker that and it's just like no these people all had friends and family co-workers colleagues you name it that were like worried enough to go and be like they are missing Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know yeah that's that i need to start picking more fun cases (laughs) i mean this is a true crime (laughs) podcast becky they're not i know you know most of them really aren't that fun you know and i mean it's oh it's it's a wild case it's it's crazy because it sounds like it sounds like something Someone w- would write a screenplay about. Oh, actually, there like, is a movie. Is there? Um, what's his name? I mean, I'm not surprised because it sounds like something someone would hear about and be like, I can't John believe Cusack that. plays him. No fucking it's way. It's called, oh my God, why can't I remember this? The Frozen Ground or something? Yeah. Hang on. When is it? Yeah. Like 2000s? It must be like 2000s. 2013. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is in it. What? Yeah. And Vanessa Hudgens plays Cindy Paulson. Oh, and 50 cents in it. What? Yeah. The, the, okay. There's, there is a reason. Okay. okay. I, there's, there's, <laughs> there is a character from the story that I did essentially, not a character, a, an individual yeah, from yeah, the story yeah. that I glossed over because, you know, sometimes when you're doing your research and you're like, they're only prominent for one second. Yeah. So it doesn't feel worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I can't remember if it's Cindy or one of the victims who survived previously that i didn't name one of the rape victims i think that's who this happened to oh no i think it was cindy um when she was found when she was brought to the hotel to like calm down and just like talk it's because she was meeting her her pimp slash boyfriend Mm. there um oh my god i can't remember his name because now i'm looking at 50 cent and i'm just like getting a totally different name in my head but it's not it's obviously not 50 cent but (laughs) he he was there like mm-hmm. she he tried to calm her down and then he went to go out and look for robert 
on his own volition and then that's when she went to go talk to the police but i I left him out because it just didn't seem necessary to the story but now that i'm reading out this character you were like my 50 cents (laughs) i like felt the need to like explain yeah fair enough yeah interesting if anyone's seen the movie let us know yeah if it's worth a watch because i yeah it but i guess what i mean is like it sounds like something someone would make up for a movie yeah because it's like oh yeah this is like weird and twisted and sadistic and like terrifying like scary like genuinely scary yes everyone probably everyone's worst nightmare yeah um yeah you know and it's not your worst nightmare like like it should be yeah so i mean yeah that's one of those ones that you hear about and you're like i had i can't believe i had no idea that that that's happened before Yeah. yeah and you know what now that i'm seeing like the images like john cusack looks a lot like him Oh, no, at least in really? this film at least in this they did a good job at least okay yeah okay i don't know if it's just the glasses making him look a lot like him but hope glasses Creepy. do a lot though they do they really can they, they get really the right are frames a game changer. and you're like oh okay yeah. oh something's That's the different same person. about you yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh you, did you get facial reconstruction <laughs> <laughs> that's like the day that i changed my earrings and like you and your mom all like had heart attacks thinking yeah. that i like got, did something and i was like, you're I like just, oh you're glowing yeah <laughs> yeah i was just like i just put on earrings and you guys were like oh <laughs> they were different from the they ones were. you normally yeah. wear these are also new they are i noticed those i know i saw you but look I think at them earlier the other ones were like well, they were little hoopies weren't hoopies. they yeah. pearl hoopies little i love them oh, oh my god they're, they're so my cute. favorite so let's end on that happy note of yeah. my pretty earrings pearl hoopies pearl hoopies <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm part of the hoop gang finally hoop gang oh yeah yes. every time like our like our friend group like we would like if we're gonna go out for dinner or whatever if we're just doing something and like one of us is like, I'm going to wear my hoops. And then the other ones are like, me too. And then we're always like, yeah. hoop gang. And you know what? <laughs> I have never, never once been included in hoop gang because I always wear studs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I tried to start the whole stud gang. You're and you a stud guys, muffin. You guys just laughed in my face and all wear, wore your hoops anyways. And I was like, yeah, stud game. <laughs> like, I, wear stud, I do wear studs. I know. I know. But, but you know what? But I just really, I always <laughs> jump on the hoop gang train. I'm like, uh, yeah, hoop gang. <laughs> God, you guys are the worst. <laughs> now you have hoops, though. I know. I know. You know? I fit in. I only bought them to fit in. <laughs> just wanted to be accepted. I just wanted to be cool. And no, I'm not crying. I just got super congested. <laughs> okay. I'm ready to just end this case and be done with it. This is another one I'm just ready to be done with. You I know? Mean, I understand. I do understand. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So, you know what? I hope you guys just sign up and be super cool. Join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who love true crime. Thanks for cutting me off. (laughs) (laughs) At www.patreon.com slash how to not get killed. And if you want to chat and connect with us, you can send us an email to how to not get killed at gmail.com. Or... You can DM us or comment on our posts on Instagram at How to Not Get Killed. <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter at H2NGK. Yeah. And you can also check out our website and mm-hmm. shop our merch. You can do that too. At www.howtonotgetkilled.com. Get, come and get some cool shit. Yeah. We got cool stuff. Let's yeah. add some new stuff. Fuck it. I was just thinking that too. I was like, oh, we should. Yeah. We're going to add some new stuff. We're add some new designs. If you listen to Just th- decided. It, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's going to be a trick to see if people listened. If you listened this far, message us the word. Oh, think of a word. Think of a word. A, like a safe word. 
Pineapple. <laughs> I was literally thinking pineapple. Because that's because that's like the common. Is that's it? like the pop culture safe word. Okay, we have yeah. to switch it then because everyone's just gonna. Okay. Um. Oh my god, I'm trying to think. Of Do you want it to be another fruit or something completely different? Chocolate chip cookie. Okay. Message us chocolate chip cookie and we will send you a $10 gift card. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yep. That's what's happening. So if you've listened this far. So thanks for listening. Keep it sleazy. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.